Welcome to A Life Designed. My name is Tina Heisman. I teach busy moms how to get everything done and still have time and energy for themselves. My passion is for helping women create more heart-to-heart connection with their husband and children so they can feel deeply fulfilled in those most important relationships. The topic of today's podcast is how to create more balance. But before we get started, I want to let you know that I have created a free download called The Ultimate Guide to Guilt-Free Self-Care. I'm really proud of this guide. It's a guide to help you take care of yourself in mind, body, and spirit so you can feel like your best self every day. And that topic goes perfectly with our theme of balance today. So visit my website, tinaheisman.com to download it. Also, I have a free private group on Facebook where you can come to get inspiration for your life. It's called A Life Designed, and it's actually a happy place on Facebook, so I hope you'll join us. Okay, so let's dive in and talk about how to create more balance. It's kind of funny to me how balance is such a controversial topic. Like some people say there's absolutely no way to find balance, and other people say 100% there's a way to find balance. So I'm curious, what do you think? Do you think it's possible to live a balanced life? I think it's possible to live an overall balanced life. And so today I'm going to share my thoughts with you on that. The first thing that we should all keep in mind is that balance looks different for each individual person. What feels balanced to me may not feel balanced to you. And we just need to keep that in mind and we need to stop judging our own lives by watching what we think other people are doing. And the other thing to keep in mind is that balance is constantly shifting and changing throughout the different seasons of our lives, as you know. So for some seasons of our lives, and this could be like months you know, at a time, we have to focus more heavily on certain things than others. But we know that life is always changing and we will be able to shift that balance back when we're ready or at another time or when something else changes. And so I think the key to feeling more balanced is, first of all, keeping that all in mind and then focusing on your priorities. If you think about it, what makes us feel off balance is when we're kept away from what we really want to be doing, right? And sometimes when this happens for extended periods of time, it feels really bad. So for example, my priorities are faith, family, and career. And that list should drive how I spend the majority of my time. But as you are well aware, so often other things that we think are important weasel their way into our to-do list. It's like a daily problem, right? (laughs) Totally. So I thought I would share with you how I work to keep my priorities in focus. And the key is really planning. And I know it's a pain in the butt and you probably don't want to hear this, but that's my job is to teach you these things. So what I've learned in life is that just flying by the seat of my pants and letting things get done when they may, it just does not work. It does not work for me. And so I am an advocate for planning. I like to take my life one week at a time. And so what I do is a brain dump at the beginning of the week and I write down everything that needs to get done. And then I sit down with that list in my calendar and I plan my week out. 
And so as many of you know, the very first thing I do every morning is spend time with God. I mean, how are we supposed to carry out our day without checking in with God to see what he has in mind for us, right? Talk about keeping your priorities straight. This little practice of mine like definitely helps with that. And so I get up at 5 a.m. to pray and work out, and then I shower and get ready for the day and to take care of my family and my work. As a side note, I feel like I should say, as I know a lot of you cringe when I say I get up that early, I don't like getting up at 5 a.m., you guys, but what I like is the end result. And the ability to focus on my priorities during the day in a way that I want to. That's why I do it. And what I love is that by getting up that early, usually by 7.45 or 8 o'clock each morning, I'm showered and ready for whatever the day might bring my way. And I love that. I can change gears at a moment's notice and I'm showered and ready. And I just love that. And so after that morning routine, and that's all on my calendar, by the way. If you looked at my calendar, it is all there. And so then the next thing that goes on my calendar are the things that I need to do to take care of my family, like driving the kids to school and to their activities and spending time with them. So like those things that we need to do. And then I put the time in next that I need for client appointments and for working on my business. And so for some of you who work at home, you might have that. For those of you who work in an office, obviously that's going to be a big block. Or maybe if you're working full-time but from home, like right, you've got your big block there of your work time. And then then you want to also put in those appointments. Like if you have a couple of phone calls that you need to make, like block them together in a little time block and find some time to make those calls. So putting in all of these things that we need to do, right, our business and all of that. And then I also schedule in time for relaxation and fun. And you know I'm going to say this, naps. I know, I love my naps, but it really helps me and it's really important. It's just one of those things that I've learned helps me function better in the evening if I have that 30 minutes. And it helps me when I'm feeling stressed and overwhelmed just to know that I have that little break. And so even if you don't nap, like what makes you get that rejuvenated. For some people, like those of you who are extroverts, it could be like a phone call with a friend, right? You need that like interaction. For me, I need to shut my brain down for a few minutes and that does me so much good. And so I schedule time in there for that. And scheduling time in for dates and doing fun things with the family and seeing other members of the family and all of those things. So then after we get that in, then we see if there's any time left over and and I'm thinking right now about things like you might volunteer for, like, right, a lot of us, you know, want to do a lot of volunteering. A lot of my clients, it's something that's really important to them. But when we look at our priorities, even though volunteering might feel super important to us, if it doesn't rank above your career or your family, then it has to go in its right place. And so I do a lot of times have to say no to things that are really great causes or that I might actually like to do. It's so hard when we would like to do it, right? But I've come to understand that there is a time and a place for everything. You guys, we can do everything we want to do in our lives, but just maybe not all at the same time. (laughs) And I know it's hard because there are so many good things to say yes to in life. And volunteer opportunities are around every corner and it's so needed. But we just have to know as moms... Our biggest, most important ministry is our family when when they're young. 
And, you know, even though I have one child in college now, he's 18 and in college, and my 15-year-old is here at home, I thought I would be able to work full-time by now, but the truth is we're not ready for that yet. Because my priority really is family, she needs me to drive her places. And so, you know, I'm still waiting, even though I thought I would be working full-time right now, it's just not right yet for my family. So... This is what, what drives me is knowing who I want to be and how I want to show up for my family because there's a lot of well-meaning moms who take on too much outside of their family. And then the family suffers, right? The kids get cranky. They don't have what they need. They don't have the attention from mom that they need. Then mom gets cranky. Things fall through the cracks. We forget things. It's just, you know, it can be a recipe for disaster. And I think all of us have a different threshold for how much of that we're willing to tolerate. Mine is pretty low. <laughs> so I can't, I just can't deal chaos. I just, I don't do chaos. And I recently had coffee with a friend and she had just found herself overscheduled and she was really feeling the impact on her family and she knew something needed to change but she was really struggling with it because she wanted to do everything all of the things she said yes to were things she really enjoyed it's hard you guys it's so hard sometimes to say no when we wish we could say yes but as we all know you guys probably know that author christian i'm sorry christian author lisa turkhurst she encourages us to say our best yes. And then she wrote a book by that name and I would totally check it out if you haven't already read it because she totally gets this balancing where we all are and that's kind of her solution is what is my best yes right now? What thing can I say yes to that are for my best? So that's what I think really helps us is just remembering what our priorities are to, to be more of our balance guide. And so if we want to keep our priorities in line, we need to take the time to plan and to discern if the, saying yes to certain things are right for us right now. And I want to kind of also share with you why planning is so important. Because if we don't plan to put things on our calendar, we might see gaps of white space. And even when you do plan, you might see gaps of white space. And we just plug things in there, right? We think, oh, I can do that. I can do that. that that's a little open window there. But here, here is a quote that my friend Rebecca shared with me. It says, I don't have the time doesn't literally mean every second of my schedule is accounted for. But rather, I am giving as much of myself as I am currently able to give. Don't you love that? When we say no to something, it doesn't necessarily mean that there's already something booked on our calendar for that exact time. But it might mean that we need the white space. And you guys, we need to love ourselves enough and respect ourselves enough to leave the white space that we need. And some of us need more than others. And that's okay. You don't have to feel guilty for that. And honestly, you feel less guilty when you know what your priorities are, when you know you're saying no to that right now because you need to be in a happier disposition at the end of the day for your kids. And I have to say, this is something I have totally struggled with in my life, and especially when the kids were younger. My mother-in-law just assured me when I was struggling as a stay-at-home mom, I was watching my other friends just soar in their careers. And a part of me wanted that too. But ultimately, when it came down to it, what I really want more is to be with my children. And so then that just takes me right back to my priorities, right? 
there's a time and a place for everything. I feel like for me, luckily, I was able to find a way to still pursue my career by freelancing from home. It was enough to keep me going. And now that I have transitioned into life coaching, that's also something I do from home and only part-time. So it leaves me the time that I need to take care of myself and to take care of my family. And so I just want to share with you kind of my thought process on this and my attitude about it is that we only get one shot at this life, right? Like in our kids, you guys, I know that the days feel really long with those guys, especially when they're younger. But I'm here to tell you it does go fast overall. And if we can just do our best to figure it out in the moment, then we won't regret that later, you know? And just trying to live intentionally each day and doing our best and just knowing some days you're going to feel completely off balance. Maybe some weeks are going to feel completely off balance. But we have the ability to, to rotate things around, to come back in and smooth things over and figure things out. And if you'll slow down once a week, if you're finding yourself in one of those really hard places, if you'll slow down once a week and like put everything on your calendar, maybe that even allows you to slow down for a minute and see, is there anything I can say no to in here if it's too much? Or where can I get help? How can I get some help? I don't think we ask for help enough, friends. Speaking of help, I hope this has been helpful to you. And so if I had to summarize my advice for today, I would say first figure out your priorities, plan your schedule accordingly, and do not be afraid to say no. I know that this is easier said than done, and I work with women on this all the time. And so if you would like to know more about how I can help you like stop worrying and feel more like you've got everything under control and more balanced and less frazzled, reach out to me for a complimentary discovery call. We'll talk about like what's going on in your life right now, what you want your life to look like, and exactly how to get there. I would love to guide you. And hey, if you love this podcast, will you go over to iTunes and rate it for me? That would mean so much to me in helping let other women know that this would be a valuable use of their time. All right. Thank you so much. And I'll see you next week.